Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. Hey everybody, Nikki here. I hope you're well and having a good day, whatever you're doing. And welcome to episode 25, Five Reasons Why Being Perfect Isn't Important. I thought I'd have a bit of a fun today around my surname and talk about why being perfect isn't the be-all and end-all of everything. And the reason I'm doing this is because, I don't know if you can relate to this, but, and perhaps you are a little bit like me, I am a procrastinator. I have ideas which I don't follow through. I have in the past been incredibly attracted to shiny objects like looking to make some money in a different way and then get sidetracked by something else. So never quite finishing what I started and never seeing um, some projects through to the end because I've either got bored or I've got sidetracked or I think there's an easier way if I'm honest. And one of the other things about a great procrastinator and perhaps you can relate to this one is that I wait until it's the perfect time or I feel perfect or I've got my qualification or I've got everything behind me I've done all my courses I mean I am coursed up on quite a few things and I love a good course to be honest I love to learn I love to read but there is no greater experience I have found in my life than actually doing it Now, that's uh, no disrespect to people who are academic at all. I think that's very important. I think there is a place for academia. I don't happen to have loads of academic qualifications. I do have a few here and there. But what I mean by that is that that hands-on experience that you get from starting a project, seeing it through and learning as you go is the best way, in my opinion, to learn. And the reason I've called this five reasons why being perfect isn't important because I sometimes feel, especially when I speak to people in my coaching world, and I know this from teaching on the hostage and crisis negotiation course, the one in the UK, the national course, is that a lot of students were worried about being perfect. Now, when you learn a new skill, whatever that skill is, you often find it's clunky and it doesn't fit very well and it feels like you're doing it wrong and you get frustrated and you can't understand why your brain can't pick it up quicker or why other people seem to find it a lot easier than you. And we can use that as an excuse not to follow something through. Let me give you an example. So I use the communication. So when I first learnt negotiation, I found it a little clunky. When they they changed the way I communicated, made me a lot more self-aware, made me realise how impactive certain words are or the way we do something is or the way we say something is, I found it clunky to change it because I was very used to doing things in a specific way, a way that I believe to be true. Now, as long as you're open to the change and you can see past that resistance of the fear of change or past that clunkiness, then most of us can pick up new skills as long as we want to. And, and that's the key is as long as we want to. Now, for those of you that listen to this podcast, you'll know over the last couple of podcasts that I have started a new business. Now, I have no idea about running a garage. I've never, you know, I was a police officer for 30 years and suddenly I'm now in charge of staff. I'm having to look at HR policies, health and safety, risk assessments. Yes, I've done those before. 
so I know how to manage them. But things like signing people up to pensions, signing people up to payroll, the uh, the reality of running a day-to-day business, when to pay your bills, when not to pay your bills. If you pay all your bills at the end of the month, then suddenly you have everything coming out and there's nothing in the pot to pay them. Lots and lots of different things. So even though I'm only a month in, the experience that I'm gaining from that is phenomenal. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here in any way, shape or form saying this has been the easiest month of my life because it hasn't. I've learned an incredible amount and there have been times when the old emotional brain has kicked in and I've gone, what in goodness's name am I doing this for or words to that effect and um, sometimes I've even thought about throwing the towel in although I won't because I see the bigger dream and I see the bigger vision and I know what sort of personality trait I am and I know that I'm in too far now to throw the towel in because I believe this will work. When I first became a negotiator and, and it was exactly the same so I was more worried about going and standing and talking to people and what other people would think of me talking to the person in crisis that it became about me (laughs) and not about the person in crisis and when students first start to learn the new skills of listening and communicating and being far more emotionally compassionate and emotionally intelligent they find it difficult and they struggle and some people want to Uh, leave it behind because they have a bad night so we put them through role plays they do a role play and if the role play doesn't go very well you can see that it it crushes them because they're in it and they want to do well and they don't understand why they're not getting the skill or they might be working with somebody who they perceive is much better than them so here are my five reasons why being perfect isn't important because you the first one is you never will be You are always learning. So for those of you out there that think you know everything and that you're perfect, I hate to tell you this, but you probably don't know everything. And even when you've mastered a trade, there is something else to be learned. I'm a great believer in in learning, constantly learning, constantly growing. There are so many things you can learn, even if you've been in a specific profession. And it's, it's about pushing those boundaries, pushing those comfort zones. So you're never gonna be perfect. Uh, We all make mistakes and it's about the embracing of those mistakes, treating them as learning lessons and moving forward, which helps us to be able to improve and give a better service or teach people in a better way. So remember that if you are waiting to be perfect, you never will be. Now, when you, um, we often wait for the perfect time. And what I mean by that is that we'll put off starting a project or starting a a new business or starting to do something we really want to like leaving the job that we hate and moving into something else or starting a new skill because it's it's never the right time it's never the perfect time we'll always find reasons as to why we shouldn't do it because we don't have enough time we don't have enough money what will people think of us now if you've listened to my podcast before you'll know that there's those factors that stop us from moving forward and that we are very conscious of how we are perceived by other people so we have a fear of failure most definitely most of us have a fear of failure which is ironic because all of us have failed in one way shape or form and if you're sitting there thinking well actually I can't think of any time that I've failed I'm sure at one stage you never just stood up and walked you probably fell over quite a few times um I can think of well, I can think of thousands of times where I failed. You know, I failed my first driving test. That was I was devastated. Gosh, I was devastated because all I wanted to do was drive at the age of seventeen and have that freedom. You know, I failed promotion exams. I failed at promotion boards. 
I failed to get certain jobs. I failed in quite a lot of relationships. I failed to recognize when I was perhaps being insensitive. So, and the important thing is about failing forward. Now, loads of people will will say that I was listening to a Will Smith video the other day and he talked about failing forward and what that means is when you fail forward you learn from your mistakes so you take your mistakes and you move onwards and you don't make the same mistake again or if you do you learn from that again if you keep making the same mistake then you're not learning from it but if you learn from it it will help you in all that you do so there's never a perfect time to start so always remember that there's never a perfect time to start so if you want to do something do something now Tomorrow might never come. I know that is uh, sounds a bit weird. <laughs> Maybe you're thinking, that'd be ridiculous, Nick. Of course, I can start next week. But if, if it's that important to you, get it started. Get it started and just get it done. Number three, there will always be someone who will be have more knowledge than you. So there's always be someone who will have more knowledge than you, which is great because that means you can learn from them. So if you're in a particular field and you want to improve or you want to grow or you want to learn, then go and find out the people that have already done it. Don't, you don't, the thing about the world we live in now is access to information is so easy. So you can tap into people with knowledge from across the world. And I pretty much guarantee that there will be somebody in the world who has made the same mistakes as you or tried to do something very similar, if not the same to what you're doing. And you can learn from what's happened with them. I'm doing some tape recordings about setting up this business because I've learned so much and I want to share that with other people starting a new business because there are so many things that people don't tell you about. So learn from other people's mistakes as well, from those people that have greater knowledge than you. Even when I was you know, 10, 11 years into negotiation, I was still learning all the time. I'd work with people and I'd go, God, that's really good. I'd work with students and students would, um, in their role play, say something and I'd go, gosh, that was a really lovely way to say that. And I'd speak to them afterwards and I'd say, what was your thought process behind that and why were you doing that? And, and I would take that away from me. That was a great thing about being a teacher is when you're a teacher, you also have the opportunity to be a student and learn from your students like being a parent you learn from your child being from a child you learn from your parents there's always an opportunity somewhere to learn number four people will like you for being you i i have suffered from this and perhaps you can relate to this but sometimes i'm so worried that people won't appreciate me for being me they won't like me for being me uh, certainly in my much younger days, I always wanted to fit in. I I wanted to, you know, be part of the cool gang, be part of the kids that were seen as 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 great and hip and hop. And actually, I never was. I never had much dress sense. <laughs> I wasn't really into fashion. But I found my way in the world. I found my my niche. It took me a long time to find my final niche I guess and and perhaps I'm not even there I'm 50 this year and 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 probably I'm not even there about finding my true niche in life and I'm keeping moving forward all the time to to do what I believe is right but people will like you for being you and if you are disingenuous so if you are not genuine in what you do you will be found out people people will find out that you're not the person that you're saying and then they'll lose the trust in you and if people lose trust in you you can never have a relationship with them so just be you be bold and courageous enough to say i'm not perfect i make mistakes 
and take ownership of those mistakes. I've talked in other podcasts about responsibility, you know, accepting responsibility, that very easily in life we say, you make me feel this way. So you, you make me feel angry. You make me feel worthless. Well, actually, that person isn't doing the making you feeling. You're feeling that from your own experiences and for your own accord, not from somebody making you feel that. So it's really important, I believe, for you to take responsibility for your feelings and, and trust that people will like you and they will like you for being you. And then finally, number five, and um, I'll g- you were born to be you and not to be perfect. I posted this recently on my Facebook page about being born to be you and not to be perfect because that that is the reality you think of all the famous people in the world those people that have achieved great success those people who are great influencers who are great leaders all of them at some stage have made a mistake all of them have been through a learning process um now i'm writing a book at the moment and i'm working with um a guy called matt who is a ghostwriter who's writing it for me it's a little bit of a story about my life and I found it really interesting looking back and going over how I got to where I am now, what I did in the past and he always reminds me about the human element. He says, you know, people like the human element, Nick. They like to know that you're real. They like to hear how you failed, how you've got back up, how you've made your mistakes but that you've learnt from them because the reality is we were all born to be us and we all have our own unique set of skills and we're all very different you know I've talked before about emotions a lot we all have those same emotions wherever you go across the world and I was lucky enough to teach students across the world and incredibly grateful to be shown different ways of living and different cultures and I've learnt that you know, we do have those same emotions, but we are all unique because of our experiences and our values and our beliefs. And that's what life is about. It's not It's not like the Truman Show where we all, you know, everybody gets on with everybody and we all live in perfect harmony because we're all the same. That's not what we're here to do. We're here all with our unique gifts to just change the world in our own little way, whatever that is. So if you're listening to this podcast and thinking I have this great idea or I want to do this or I want to have a conversation with somebody about this or I want to tell somebody how I feel or that I feel it's not the right time, that I won't find the perfect words, I don't know how to do it, then I would always say just give it a go. Don't let fear hold you back because you're so worried about being perfect. So in summary, the five reasons why being perfect is important. One, you never will be, because <laughs> we're always learning, which is which is great. Two, that um, it's never a perfect time to start. There never is a perfect time to start. So if you're thinking about something, just go and, go and do it and get started. Yes, you can mitigate risk. Of course, I'm not saying be reckless. You can mitigate risk in anything you do, but there's never a perfect time. Three, there will always be someone with more knowledge than you, which again is great because it means you can learn from them. Number four, people would like you for being you and trust that and trust and believe in yourself. And number five, that you were born to be you and not to be perfect. And I'm just going to end you with a little, end this with a little quote from my dad who always says to my mum that he was born perfect and she only became it 
when she met and married him. And on that that note, I hope you have a great day, whatever you're doing, and I'll speak to you again soon. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon.